Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of non-stop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER. Michael Reed on LMFM. So rather than prioritising uh, these uh, public uh, servants, teachers, Gardaí uh, and others, as was promised, the government has now changed this approach and uh, will take an age-based approach and uh, people will be vaccinated based on their age. And the older you are, the sooner you'll be vaccinated. Uh, here's some of what the Taoiseach had to say about that last night. Uh, so older teachers, more vulnerable teachers any particular professional worker in terms of age will be vaccinated more quickly under this model. But critically, we have learned, even from cohort four, that where you don't have clear databases identifying categories of workers, you run the risk of actually slowing down the vaccination program, particularly as higher volumes of vaccines come into the country. So the health service executive has been looking at this from an operational point of view, and they feel this is a much more effective, uh, faster model, which will facilitate uh, an accelerated rollout of the vaccines. Um, and also, you know, we know uh, that the older, older you are, the more vulnerable you are to illness uh, and mortality. So it's, it's fairer in, in that respect on an age basis uh, and doesn't distinguish between one profession versus another. Joe McKeown is uh, the Vice President of uh, the Irish National Teachers Organisation and on the line with us. Good morning to you, Joe, and thanks uh, for taking the time to be with us. What do you make of what the Taoiseach had to say? Well, I think teachers generally uh, uh, were were very shocked and surprised to hear the announcement, and we don't accept it at all. I mean, what the Taoiseach seems to be saying is that it's easier to administer the vaccine by doing it according to age than according to occupation. Um, and we think that goes against what is the government's stated top priority, which is to keep schools open. Uh, vaccine programmes are run in schools throughout uh, the history of the state. The schools have been used for, for, for supplying vaccines uh, to children. It's very easy to identify uh, schools and to identify teachers. It's very easy to go to a school and vaccinate the staff. Um, and the HSE uh, work with schools uh, throughout the year uh, uh, in rolling out vaccine programmes uh, and there's no real reason why um, the schools 
system, which is known to the HSE. Um, they have all the details. They regularly contact schools. They're in contact with schools about COVID cases on a regular basis. Mm. It should be a straightforward matter of delivering vaccines to schools and administering them. And it is important in order to keep the schools open, which is something I think we all want. Is it your belief that there was a commitment to prioritise teachers? Well, there's no question about it. Uh, It was clearly stated and and there was nothing uh, secret about this. Um, The vaccine rollout was was published, the list was published, and we were clearly in a category uh, to arrive at a certain point. Um, And so we fully expected that we were going to be in the top one-third of the population. After people who were sick, mm. naturally, and people who were elderly, and people in nursing homes, and after the healthcare workers. But uh, we were clearly told we would be in the top one-third. And what you're now going to have, I think, and it's really unfortunate, bear in mind the people we're talking about are people who are going working indoors, and we know that indoors is uh, more dangerous than outdoors. That's, what we're, that's why we're being told to stay indoor, stay outdoors and to avoid meeting indoors for a while. But you're going to have a situation where um, a retired teacher, for example, will get vaccinated before a teacher who's working with a group of children. Mm. Um, An older teacher, uh, say someone like myself, uh, in his 50s, will get vaccinated working alongside um, uh, perhaps a teacher in her 20s, teaching an infant class, very, very close contact uh, uh, with uh, children. Some of the yeah. youngest teachers will be the last or in the last group to get vaccinated now as a result of this change in approach, which you believe yes. uh, to be a commitment that's being reneged on. Uh, this is your employer who made this commitment to you. Uh, and I suppose you could uh, extend that logic to uh, say that this is uh, a change in the terms and conditions under COVID uh, for your members as a, a trade union. What consultation was there with you as a trade union? Uh, was uh, this discussed with you or was the decision uh, made known to you before it was announced? Um, there was no consultation at all uh, and we were not given any advance notice uh, of it. Um, so, I mean, there may have been, you know, a short time before it was it was it was announced. But but really, as journalists were hearing about it, we were hearing about it, um, and we've had no consultation whatsoever. And that's why the first thing that we're, we're we're doing is to seek an emergency meeting with the department to discuss our concerns and to point out that keeping the schools open, uh, keeping teachers working with children with special needs, and we've heard so much about. Uh, people's, the government's supposed commitment to, to, to children with special needs. If you need, if you want people to have indoor close contact in crowded settings and to have that maintained, it is imperative that you vaccinate the people who are working in those settings. That's what we did for the hospitals and that's what we should do for the schools. The Taoiseach said there it's a, a, a fairer way of doing it and that this will save lives. So I take it he's not for turning. Well, I mean, I think that the, that uh, um, the Taoiseach is wrong in what he is saying because it's not fairer. It's, it's clearly not fair if somebody uh, is, is teaching in a classroom and because they are 30 years of age, they don't get vaccinated. But if they are uh, 50, they do. That's clearly not fair. Uh, it's not fair if somebody who is working from home and never has to, to, to go to work to, with other people gets vaccinated before somebody who has to go into the most crowded classrooms uh, in, in, in Europe. 
Um, so there's a, there's an unfairness about it. But what's most important is it's going against the Taoiseach's own policy. The Taoiseach himself has stated our top priority is to get schools open for everybody and to keep them open for everybody. And yet, uh, unless you protect the workers, it will be impossible to keep the schools open. We've already known in the last two weeks the staffing crisis at primary level is certainly reaching a critical mm. point uh, and it's going, to be, uh, it's going to continue in that vein for as long as the virus is in the community. Okay, uh, I suppose there's that point and there's also the public health advice uh, because uh, we've been hearing arguments back and forth about who should be where on uh, the priority list for a a long period of time. And when we were told that teachers were being prioritised, we were told that it was on the basis of the science and the public health advice, despite the arguments that maybe some people should have been prioritised over the teachers. Uh, Now we're being told that the teachers are being downgraded, if you like, uh, but that's based on the science and the public health advice. Uh, do you think that the science and the public health advice has changed? Well, I think, uh, first of all, the science and the, the uh, public health advice seem to contradict each other at, at times. But I think also the government has consistently balanced the science and the public health advice with government policy. So I think that's also an important factor. What is the policy of the government? But the science is very, very clear and is being stated right now. Do not meet with people indoors. (laughs) That's, that is the clear scientific evidence that is there. Uh, Indoors is more dangerous than outdoors. Crowded settings are more dangerous than settings that are not crowded. Uh, Stay at home wherever possible. That's, that's the science. And you cannot then just turn around and say, well, okay, somebody who's working at home is at the same risk as somebody who's going working in a crowded setting. Um, and it's critically important then that uh, people in crowded settings are vaccinated. And I think what the thesis clearly indicated in the clip you played was, we're doing this because it's easier for administrative purposes. And what I'm saying to you is, of all the occupations where vaccinations could easily take place, it's in schools, because we've been vaccinating in schools since the start of the state. What have you been hearing from teachers uh, this morning? I imagine that some are saying we went back uh, to school based on uh, an agreement which was reached in good faith uh, and here we are now and that agreement has changed. Uh, Do teachers believe uh, that trust has been broken? Well, teachers were contacting from the minute the the announcement came yesterday and right through the evening and, and, and early this morning. The the first thing that teachers feel is that there's certainly, uh, um, well, they feel that the government is saying that their health doesn't matter. And that's that's the, the, the key message there, they say. And they felt that for a number of reasons, but this is the, the, the final example to teachers that their health doesn't matter. They feel that um, they had certainly been led to believe that they were going to be in the top one-third of the population to be vaccinated and that that uh, is now being reneged on. Um, They feel that their health and safety is at risk. Um, They know that they're going into classes. They know the children are still going on play dates. They know that the um, level of support um, for the mitigation measures is waning um, and they feel that that uh, after Easter it will be more difficult to keep schools open 
and they certainly feel very angered by this. It's dreadfully divisive, Joe, isn't it? Um, They're pitting one group of people against another group of people. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have teachers in your 20s, let's say, who want to uh, resume the place they had on the list, and you have people in their 50s who are saying, I can't believe it, I'm going to get vaccinated quicker than I thought, Uh, and they don't want to give up that place. Uh, This is a a dreadful thing to do. And and it is is pitting... You know, colleagues against each other. But, but in fairness, what I'm hearing uh, from people is like the older teachers are saying, we don't want to be vaccinated ahead of our younger teachers. But also there's a recognition among people that there's no point in five people in a school of 40 uh, being vaccinated. That in actual fact, it's going to be better if the, all 40 of the staff are vaccinated at the same time. Um, because... Uh, you know, if you are vaccinated, you can still transmit the virus. You know, and uh, I think it's important uh, to recognise that. That we see this, and your clip mm. showed it. You, you heard the teacher saying, "This is being done for administrative convenience." Um, and we feel that if there had been consultation, I can tell you, uh, uh, we would have had no problem uh, assisting in the administration of the vaccine program in school. Okay, we leave it there for the moment. Thank you, though, for joining us uh, this morning. That's uh, Joe McKeown, Vice President of the INTO, the Irish National Teachers Organisation. Michael Reed on LMFM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.